0: This podcast brought to you by ProtectWise. Learn how cloud powered network detection and response streamlines threat investigations. Test drive ProtectWise now at protectwise.com forward slash test drive.
1: Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies, ways to transform our lives for better or worse, are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here, Means these technologies are now here, and starting to be used, or just around the corner. From Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.
0: This podcast brought to you by ProtectWise. Learn how cloud-powered network detection and response streamlines threat investigations. Test drive ProtectWise Now at ProtectWise.com. Forward slash test drive.
1: Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is Jason Sosa, uh, the founder and CEO of Black Box. And the website is blackbox.ai. So, Jason, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah, yeah no problem.
0: So, tell me about uh, Black Box,
1: or hopefully it's not a black box where we can't know what's going on inside.
0: <laughs> no, certainly not. No, so Black Box is a decentralized talent platform. And really, what we're doing is we're enabling people that are entrepreneurial minded to focus on what they do best. And we wanna provide a, a platform for them to monetize those core skills from anywhere in the world. Um, and we, we do that kind of really over three main areas. We have talent. Um, so for the last year, we've been about 60 people working toward this idea of a, a decentralized future of work. And we're a group of uh, PhDs, executives, and technologists. So that's our talent um, tech. Um, so Blackbox OS is our solution, you know, really to connect all these remote people all over the world in a collaborative software. And so we use machine learning to optimize how to find people, teams, projects um, that relate to you around the world. And we use that as the backbone for creating and executing uh, smart contracts. Um, And that provides us uh, a number of different uh, features and and benefits. Um, And then we have a token and the black box token enables us to have this efficient uh, way of, of having payment with each other, a trust transaction for people that are in the network and also allows us to have interoperability. And if you've ever worked in a big company, you've had like accounts payable, accounts receivable. Uh, you have, you know, usually people that are remote anyway, and it's always a challenge. Uh, we, we, we've we been there. Um, we've worked at big companies. We've worked at small companies. And we wanted to solve this this headache and this challenge.
1: Well, what are all right. So you, you threw a couple of terms out there. So you're using smart contracts, but what is the... Uh, kind of the end result for people using the platform? What can they not do now that the platform will enable?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think common knowledge now that you know, AI, you know, demographic shifts, you have the automation, globalizations, all these things are kind of just changing the landscape of work. Uh, so you have more and more people now that are looking to the gig economy and we're seeing more and more growth there. But despite all that, companies are still having a hard time finding the right kind of talent. And so when we realize that on the on the knowledge worker side, you know, they live a feast and famine income cycle and they have to wear all the hats. And it's usually a challenge for them to get really a good billable rate because they have to manage all the other aspects of being independent. And so we saw that, there, that really the challenge was that there was an economic model that was causing the problem. And we looked to cryptocurrency um, not as a starting point, but rather as a solution to one of the problems we were having, which was how do we build a brand new economic model to solve this? And so we we did that, and we we call it boosted capitalism. And so we we built this idea of um, how can we build a system that would enable people to you uh, know work wherever they want in a in a ad hoc team, but in an, in an interconnected way. So it's not like an Upwork in a centralized way. It's it's very much like you're opening up your network to multiple people, and it's a, a very different hmm. concept. So,
1: so uh, primarily, I'm going to go on there to look for a job, but I should also post my network on there of, of people I know that may want jobs or you know, like what's the best use of the platform? Well,
0: yeah, well, there's, there's an element of unlearning that actually comes a part of this. And one of the things we all recognize is that some of the best people in the world don't necessarily want jobs. Uh, you know, they, they, <laughs> you've probably come into a point in, in your career at some point where either you are a toddler, or you have aging parents, or you want to go sit on a beach in Thailand and you don't want to necessarily be stuck in traffic. Yet you like the advantages of being with a a group of people that a large company offers, right? You like having access to marketing and and legal and all of the other stuff that you don't have to worry about. Uh, So we recognize there are some benefits to being in a company in employer way, but there are also some pretty big downsides. And I think you've seen 60 70% of people are pretty disengaged at work. Uh, They really don't enjoy what they do on a day-to-day basis. Um, It's really a cog in a machine. I met the guy that does the Google slider bar or you have like the Google Maps pizza category owner. And we, we saw like this is just a, an industrial age way of thinking for a modern world. And we think we can do better. So we, we set out to build a brand new third alternative as opposed to just working for the man or working for yourself. And we had to build a brand new economic model to make that possible.
1: Hmm, OK, so um, what's the mechanics of, um, of using the platform? You know, uh, you know I want to use it. What do I do?
0: And What happens? Yeah, great, great question. So I, I have a case study here. Let's pull it up real quick. Okay, so let me give you just a real-world example. This actually is happening. So this is a, a real person, and this is working within our network. And for the last uh, year, we've been focused on the methodology, recognizing that we have to kind of move from this 150-person um, you know, max limit of all the human connections we could have uh, to a scalable solution and becoming a DAO eventually, or a decentralized autonomous organization. So here's a real-world example. This is a salesperson, he's located in Michigan, and he really has a qualified um, supply chain opportunity with a manufacturer, and they're looking to embed Internet of Things. And that deal was referred to him by someone else in our network. So the opportunity is now that they have, he's at the stage of um, a statement of work, and he needs to find these trusted resources to help him close this deal. And so he uses the Blackbox token, and he creates a proposal within our, our operating system, within this ecosystem of professionals. And we recommend Carrie. And so she's based in Chicago. She helps Chris with the project to um, pitch this to the client as an IoT solution for the manufacturer. And so they, she's also working on a similar energy deal. And so she connects Chris to that opportunity as well. So what's interesting is that she's connected to Joseph. And Joseph's based in New York City. and He has contacts in private equities that own the factories that they're pitching to. So the, the pitch then changes. And maybe we can actually pitch the portfolio companies. Instead of just these manufacturers, we can actually expand the market. So this is a real thing that we're looking on. And we see that this is how people work in the real world. And if you look at the siloed technologies that are out there today, it's really hard to do that. You have people that are really um, specialized, but they're disconnected from the team. Uh, their incentives aren't aligned to manage those resources and make sure that everyone is um, you know, in alignment with, with the deliverables and uh, the expectations mm-hmm. for the customer. Most of the times you go to Upwork, it's kind of a crapshoot. You hope that as a, cli- as a client or as a customer of the product that you get something that's quality. But that's not right. Upwork to make that happen. And we actually see a better way to make it possible to solve that.
1: So what's again? What's the mechanism by which you vet someone to make sure that you know they're not a, a you know they're not terrible at what they do and they'll do a good job and they've done a good job in the past?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So right now we're focused on a um, not the person that's in you know getting a nano degree and. Uh, data science online, and they're in Indonesia. You know, we're really focused on people that are uh, experts, craftsmen, and what they do in, in really sought-after areas. So data science, uh, machine learning, AI, and that's what we're starting at our core. And what we find is that in when you interface and work with people in those industries, uh, trust is built rather uh, rather quickly, and um, they're, they're in high demand. And what they're ultimately looking for, if they're Tired of being in a position where they're stuck doing the same thing every day is they're really looking for purpose and they're looking for a tribe and they really want to make their best work. And that is often lost among employers that think that all they care about is money. So what we found was that a lot of people really want to band together around that idea. And how it works is we use a a protocol called the uh, deliverable value point system. So all it really is, I'll break it down really simply. You can read our white paper for more details. But what it really does is just say, tell us what you're going to do before you do it. And we have a consensus mechanism that allows us to vote and do unit accept exchanges on the on the statement of work. But it's really just an internal SOW or statement of work. That's what it is. And then when people go off and do these do the work, it's distributed, all the work is distributed, uh, they come back and we ask their proof of value. So we've built a, uh, a functional means of measuring value. And from that, we understand if they are able to get paid and we compensate them in our tokens. So that's the mechanism we have to create a a standard unit of uh, standard measurement of value for the network. Uh, But we've also created an ecosystem where everyone can participate uh, interoperably and uh, reap the benefits of that.
1: How do you, um, again, how do you know that um, someone's done a good job or an okay job? Is there like a rating system that goes into this and the amount of tokens they get paid depends on the rating from the end customer?
0: Yes, the customer is ultimately the arbiter of truth in our model. Um, but we do have a reputation system, and it's based on kind of really the skill, their availability, um, you know, their consistency, all of the different uh, aspects of things that we monitor. Uh, but we do have sort of a couple of different uh, mechanisms. One is DVP is like a temporary cache of value that we have internally so that as we pull the project together, we can assemble the correct team and define the value before it is approved by the client. So that's like a, a projected value. Um, The the proof of value is when the person has completed the project, if you can disseminate those tokens, that person is able to get them. Um, And we have all these different ways of solving some of these challenges. uh, We have a a voting mechanism of experts. um, And really, it it all comes down to people. We recognize you can't pull people out of transactions and just go with bits. So we didn't want this to be for everyone. Um, We don't want employee mindsets in what we're doing. If they want a job where they're told what to do, then they can find that we're really looking for entrepreneurial people. And we think that there's a, a large portion of people that either are or want to work this way and are looking for a better way to make it possible. And uh, so that's, that's, uh, that's kind of it in a nutshell. Did I answer your question? So people,
1: yeah, so people that do in the platform, they're paid in in your t- in black box tokens or they're paid in, uh, in other ways or is the only option black box?
0: So at the moment, we're working kind of in a, a hybrid cash system because we, we are yet to do a TGE. But on the other side of TGE, we will have a, black box token, and everyone in the organization is compensated in that way. And the way we protect against uh, fluctuations in the economy, so let's say you do a project and you're expecting $10,000, you don't want like, the price of the token to drop and now you're getting $2,000, that wouldn't be good. So we wanted to provide a better system. And how we did that is the, co- uh, the client revenues that come in are held in reserve, and those are available uh, for liquidity into the, into the ecosystem. So we do a number of different things that are pretty unique in our economic model uh, to solve some of these challenges of like the feast and famine income cycle for uh, for freelancers. And we, we help solve the challenge of everyone um, basically having to put all their own marketing costs and lead generation. Uh, you know, so we, we have right. a, a, a general fund that we can actually pool from. So if you think of the spirit of what we're building, it's more of a co-op. Um, but we put enough guardrails and we base it on a human trust level. Uh, at a uh, right now at a, a space in a, with a group of people that are really well respected, and they draw great talent to themselves, and so that's how we built it today. And we're about sixty people.
1: Oh wow! What, what um, areas of work are you focused on for a start? Is it all computer-based work or what?
0: Um, yeah, there's, there's a couple of core audiences. Okay, uh, so the, the black box is really two main pieces. You have the foundation. And the foundation is a nonprofit and it focuses on the token, the operating system, and really this decentralized future of work vision and bringing people into this ecosystem or this network. So that's what the foundation's for. But we also realized that we didn't want to just have these theories. We wanted a real uh, you know, real um, a proof of business model with profitability objectives in the near term from products and services and licensing that we could actually validate our ideas with. So we built we built it, and we recognized that it served an important function. Uh, Black box AI is our interface with the traditional world. And believe it or not, they don't really care about tokens or AI or blockchain or any of that stuff. They have business challenges at the executive level, and they have um, some near-term objectives they have to meet. They have P&L constraints. They have political uh, bureaucracies and levels and all those things that play a part. And so what we really realized is we have to focus on companies that are about 100 million to a billion in sales kind of mid-sized corporations that are looking to understand these technologies uh, to you know improve their supply chain or their logistics or their customer service needs. And uh, that's really how we fund the, the foundation. It's how people in our organization make a living. And it allows us a mechanism and a petri dish of sorts really to see how can we improve and test the system to get it to the point where we can scale it. Hmm. Okay.
1: Well, you have active users in the platform right now, or are you not at that stage yet?
0: Um, actually, yeah. We're, we're starting to generate revenue. Uh, we announced ourselves in May. We've done, uh, we're working with uh, alliance partners on you know, multi-million dollar industries. We're, we're announcing ourselves. I'm speaking um, all over the world. Uh, so we're, we're starting to get a lot of traction and attention. And uh, the next stage is, is as I mentioned, you know, we're starting out very purposefully focused on methodology, not necessarily on the tech. And so we get the methodology right because we're dealing with human beings and people. And coming from that perspective, so we built a, uh, about a dozen or so partners that are part of our, our network, and they're really excited about joining. And we think we can help them solve some of their pain points. Some of the pain points that agencies and collectives face is usually if you have employees, you got a bench cost. So if you have 10 people at a good day, maybe half of them are working. So you can what do you do with the rest of your, that expense? You know, With our system, you can put them to work. Um, if you have a big client come in, do you ramp up your hires? Well, if you do that, you know the economy changes. You're stuck with a, a you know bigger overhead. So we, we solve some of these uh, scaling problems for these smaller uh, agencies, collectives, firms, uh, groups that are really looking for a more agile approach to operating, especially in a decentralized way. Okay.
1: Um, the uh, the employers, the people that want to get jobs done, how do they um, pay the people? Do they have to? buy a certain number of black box tokens and have them sit there waiting to be divvied out to the people that do the work or how does it work for their side?
0: No, um, we decided not to do a self-serve option because we don't think that business is ready yet um, or they're going to be in a position to buy tokens, understand where, and that's just a whole, uh, you know, complicated uh, thing. I think for, especially the, the market sector we've identified. And so what we're realizing is that you need this liaison, an intermediary or an interface, and that is a human being. And, and the way business gets done um, is usually you have a, a, you know, sales and you have these levels of people and you got to find solutions and add value. They want to know ROI and how is this going to improve my business and all of those answers um, they need to have. So uh, that's what we've been focusing on and then building, letting those people that have those relationships and empowering them uh, through our operating system to knock down blocks to solve the marketing problem for them. So they don't have to spend their time on lead gen. They just do sales. They don't spend their time on, on SOW writing. They just do sales. And we built a system so we could augment the strengths and weaknesses of people and have them focus on what they do best. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Well, very good. So, what, what's the best way for um, people to find out more about the Black Box uh, ecosystem? You know, if, you want, if you're a developer, out, if you want to post work, find work.
0: Yeah, the best way to find out about what we're working on, to read our white paper, to learn more about the manifesto is at blackboxfoundation.org. Okay. And if you're interested on the black box uh, commercial side, it's uh, blackboxai.com.
1: And you, any any uh, channels for people to go to, like uh, you know, Twitter or Telegram or anything?
0: Yeah, we have a we're we're everywhere. We're Medium, Twitter, Telegram, uh, we uh, YouTube, so we're all over the web. And uh, yeah, we're we're sure. a very very active team. So please reach out. All
1: right, Well, that's great. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah,
0: fantastic. Thanks for having me.
1: You have been listening to Almost Here.